The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. up everybody welcome back to another episode of out of the shadows i'm one of your hosts chris chavez joined as always by jim Clark. what's up what's up, what's up? sucking on the lozenge yes dude excuse me You're- i again this is how it's going to be for several weeks because when i for some reason now that i'm at a certain age yeah. when i get a cold <laughs> i get a lingering cough it's called and being it's an old man to talk it's like being an old man i've been at work all day training christine because she finally came over okay um and Cough, 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 nonstop, dude. So I'm like, fuck, sorry, yeah, take a cough drop. But when I have a cough drop in, I seem to be okay. But yeah, we're back with another we're back episode. back with our first 1987 episode in a while. It our- felt fun to get back into just kind of this rhythm of watching one movie and knowing what we're going to talk about and, and diving into watching a film more critically aside from just, just every watching day. Just watching it to watch it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's been, um, it feels weird, dude. Does it? Just I, I still feel off like like it's it's again that thirty one days of Halloween always seems to screw me. It'll up. take a couple of weeks before you feel before like you're I'm in your back rhythm again. It. Yeah, dude, we're yeah. eighty six, man. We're cl- we're closing in on the end of the eighties. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to mention, which was fucking awesome. Uh-oh. We talked about it. We, we it, it was discussed in, in very briefly with David Weiner, but In Search of Darkness is going into the nineties. Hey. So we saw posts that they're working on the 90s now, and now they're already reaching out to like in all their social, all that, which was what they did at the beginning of the 80s one, right? It was all the stuff like what was just some of the fit your favorite stuff, right? And when people mm-hmm. respond, then they know what movies to they cover. start working on that stuff. So every time I yeah. see that, uh, we're responding and bro, we're sharing. You know what interview I'm going to I'm going to really, really um, be upset is not going to be included in this. What's that? Wes Craven. Yeah, you know what? They'll probably end up using a lot of Arch- foot, archival, archival stuff, yeah, yeah, which will be fine, right? But we'll get a lot of stuff, you know, with people who worked with him, which is going to be great. Yeah, maybe, um, uh, what's her name? Um, 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 Sydney. Yeah. Skeet <laughs> uh, Neve, Neve Campbell, yes. Nev Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I absolutely love this series so much that knowing that they're going into the 90s now and they're <sighs> going to give it this, I know what we're getting. That's yes. the thing. And I, and I know, know I can trust them. This yes. isn't like a movie where they give me it's a fucking blockbuster right and it hits it out of the park yeah and then they're like oh well we're gonna make a sequel and they're like oh you guys dropped the ball we know what we're getting there's a formula here um and this isn't something that you can kind of drop the ball on unless they get some really shit people to do interviews but i don't think they're going to it's gonna be hard to do that as long as they have that same mentality the same team that whole thing right that package like you're you're right it worked yep so i'm totally looking forward to it and i can't wait till it happens yeah they got their formula so but we're still in we're still in in search of darkness one right we're still in it we're at 1986 we have a few more years before we wrap up this first documentary 86 i misspoke i'm sorry i said 87 did you well we're about to hit 87 here soon but 1986 we're coming back after our halloween uh little extravaganza right Mm -hmm. before halloween we watched poltergeist two two what was the what was the colon? What oh, does it say? No, it's it's Poltergeist colon the other side. The old, oh, that's right. There's no two in. I it. don't think there's a two in. Oh, I just I put Maybe two I, on yeah. it. No, Whatever. Um, yeah, the other side, right? Maybe it's Poltergeist two. Whatever. And now we're going into another sequel. Yes, a sequel to a sequel to yes. a classic. No, after the original. No, no, or? no, no, no. Twenty six years later. It's twenty six years after later. after the original. Or the yes, sequel? the original. Okay. Yeah. 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 26 years after Something the like original. We watched the scene. We saw Psycho 2, right? Yeah, we for did this. it for the show. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Um, so we knew it happened. I enjoyed that. That was a. F- Remember we were talking about that. We, we both thought exactly. it was a phenomenal film, dude. And for I said a sequel. What, I did say it was a. It was. Uh, I did say it. So let's just get right into it. We're watching Psycho 3. The guy just wants to be left alone in peace. Aren't you going to take him in for questioning or anything? Just leave him alone. Norman Bates is back to normal. But Mother's off her rocker. 
again. Norman, is that you? Yes, Mother. It's me. Bates Motel. Aside from total boredom, nothing's going to happen to you here. I can't have that sort of thing going on in my motel. Here's the place a bad name. Why are you so kind to me? You remind me of someone. Mother! I figured Bates was a geek, but a full-fledged Looney Tune? Norman! I'll get you for this, Mother. You haven't got the guts, boy! for a son to love his mother. So we did see Psycho 2. We did see what happened to Norman Bates after the original. The original right? one. We saw him get out of, of, of the, the mental institution. Mm-hmm. We saw Marion Marion uh, Crane's, Crane's uh, sister tried Come to drive him. him crazy and yeah, went dude. after him. We found out that uh, who we thought was his mother wasn't his mother. Norman uh, right? Norma wasn't his mother. And yeah. this old lady that was working at the diner was actually like... Norma's sister, but it was his mother. Yes, and it was his mother, and then he ends up killing her at the end, mm-hmm. right? Keeping her body just like that. We're just like, yep. oh, shit. It was the only kill he made that movie. The only one. Um, but we knew he snapped. We knew it as a viewer, and that's where they left us, right? Mm-hmm. They We didn't see... The aftermath of this woman being so killed thing, and what though. happens. Here's the thing, and 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 I'm gonna go into it here because there's a lot yeah. to talk about yeah, with this yeah. movie. As as there's a lot to talk of with about with this movie in in reference to how they took it in the last one and evolved the character into something that it wasn't at the end of the first one, right? right. Um, and then how they completely evolved it in, into something I, I feel new in this one, right? So. I resent your statement there because yes, he killed this you woman at the end. Statement. He killed this woman That's at the strong, end of the second dude. one. Jesus! But did he really snap? Like this yeah. woman was wrong. But this he woman killed had killed. He was supposed to have been re- rehabilitated from killing. Yes. And then he killed, so he snapped. Yes, but that's not to me. There was no indication that he's going to continue killing people. That he killed this one person who deserved it. Well, because immediately he's we start hearing the mother voice again. He snapped. Well, yes. He snapped. And he okay. was snapped. Okay. Take okay. your resentment back, no, sir. I still, How because dare I'll you? come back to it. I'm that gonna was make my the comments, verbal bro. equivalent of taking your glove <laughs> off and slapping, slapping me. me dude. <laughs> I resent it. No, but yeah, that was so. That was what I. I mean, to me, that was it. Like he snapped. He killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Now he's back in this old thing of the pattern with his his mom talking to him, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, when this one comes around, we're not sure yet because he is exhibiting behaviors that are not okay. Right, but we're not mm-hmm. going to get into that yet. What the way this movie opens is not with Norman Bates at all. Mm-hmm. It opens, opens with at this, a monastery somewhere. Yeah, in the middle we hear of this nowhere. scream. Yeah, right. God is dead or something like that. God, God, there is no God. There is no God. And yeah, it's a monastery. There's this nun who's who's going. She's hysterical. She's at the, top of the, uh, the bell tower, getting ready to jump. All these nuns at the ground level are like, "Don't jump!" And these yeah. other ones are running up the stairs saying, "Don't jump!" And she's like, "God is God isn't real." And this one nun at the head of the steps was, it almost looked like she was like, you know what, bitch? Jump. Yeah. But jump if you're going to talk like that. Yeah. The other one's like, no, 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 don't do it. And they're struggling with her. She ends up knocking one of these ladies off the bell tower, like down mm-hmm. the center of the, the, the stairwell. The, yeah. Straight down to the bottom and she dies. And they're like, you bitch. Well, and here's Key the thing. Peel, jump in. They're like, here's bitch. the thing, man. Like, I, I feel like the lady kind of deserved it because... Because you can see that this girl's going through a complete mental episode. Yeah. And she's she's having mental issues. She's claiming that there is no God, questioning her faith in this moment. Yeah. And you're still going to try and forcefully push it upon her that there is a God? Yeah. That's not where the fuck your priority should be right now. Okay? <laughs> so you fucking deserved it. I'm sorry. You weren't handling the situation properly. That's amazing. But I digress. Um, the next thing we know, she's ex. She's, she's kicked leaving. out of the, 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 the nunnery. Well, was she kicked out or did she flee? One of the I two. I she fled. She fled as she was kicked out. Regardless, mm-hmm. nobody questioned the death of a nun. There was no investigations. There were no police officers called. Well, and that's why I feel like she fled. Maybe she fled. Because I'm, I'm thinking maybe the police hadn't gotten there yet and she was yeah. taken off beforehand. So you know what I mean? she ends up getting picked up. Yep. By right? some guy. 
this dude picks so, her up. His name's Duke. Duke. That's what he goes by. I'm going to say right here, this movie reminds me of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 version of the Psycho series, dude. Because <laughs> there's a lot of moments here where it's like borderline, like... Campy almost? Yes, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. These oddball characters, and this is one of them, dude. Duke... Uh, is driving across the country. He's going to L.A. to be a star. Got himself a guitar in the back. What and else? The entire movie we hear, watch the guitar. Mm-hmm. Watch the guitar. Watch what you're doing. Watch the guitar. Uh, this nun, her name's Maureen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, Same initials as Marion yeah, Crane. Yeah, Maureen C., something, something like that. Something, yeah. Cook, Cam, Campbell. I don't know. Uh, she's just like, I just need to get out of here. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Right? I just need to go. Just take me with you. So he's like, all right, let's go. We're going to go. And so they're driving. Um, Starts to rain. Mm-hmm. And he loses control of the car because it's it's just mad coming down yeah, real crazy can't. rain, right? Yeah, he's white knuckling it, dude. And- <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Yeah, he's white knuckling it, fucking spins the car out. He's like, fuck this. Not going to drive like that. Pulls over. Mm-hmm. Starts to just kind of... Like he's getting comfortable there, right? She's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, uh, "We're not driving in this, so nope. get comfortable, take a nap." So, was this car that he's driving supposed to be like in reference to the original car in the original movie? Was the same type of car? I didn't feel like it. No, 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 uh-uh. I couldn't tell. So I like. Uh, so then you know, he, they go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Next thing we know, he's awake, got himself a little flashlight and checking her out, dude. Up her yeah. legs, up her. Dress. I knew this was coming, dude. But you it doesn't. Tell. It doesn't go overboard. Like it's a quick little thing. But then he goes right to waking her up, mm-hmm. and it's because he wants to make his move. Yeah, she's just like, "What's going on?" He's being like, that much respectful. He's got that much respect. He starts putting moves on her. She's just like, "No." He starts being more aggressive. She's like, "No," and of course, to him, "no" means yes. So he's like really pushing himself pushing here. His buttons, and she just slaps him across the face and lets herself out of the car. Mm-hmm. He's like, go fuck yourself, and he throws her bag Says, at him. You could have been coming instead of going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's brash. <laughs> he throws her bag, her her suitcase at her, and then takes off, leaves mm-hmm. her in the rain, pouring rain. Yeah. So, um, what ass? But yeah, whatever. Off he goes. Right. Um, I feel like but, before. But that, here's the thing: it's not too raining too hard for him to take off now, right? No, no now he's good to drive. Okay. Right. Let's rewind a little bit because yeah. before the rain came, um, we did catch up with norman bates yes he's at his house we see the house and now this is where i say he's exhibiting behaviors that are of somebody that's like of his mental status where he's yeah, going well, okay. killing people right okay we see the house is there right the 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 bates motel is is kind of run down there's run down. literally tumbleweeds blowing driving off. across the uh, blowing across <laughs> the, the frame right um we see a bird, a little bird seed feeder there, a bird mm-hmm. feeder. Yeah. And we see birds eating out of them and then falling to the ground dead. Well, the mother's trying to teach him to, to fly. No. That's, what that's not what was happening. No. That's what he I was thought. poisoning them with the bird feed oh, so that he could okay. turn okay. them see, into the stuffed that. birds. I thought they were just falling no. and naturally dying. Okay. No, sir. Okay. And he's going out there to collect his poisoned birds. Okay, but That's hang on though. Fucked up. But dude. hang on though. Killing small animals is a sign. How do you know he was poisoning them? Where was the evidence that he was poisoning them? They were eating the seed. Okay. They all started falling off the thing dead. He came out with a paper bag specific to pick them up to bring them inside and stuff them. Okay. But now if you remember correctly, when he was inside stuffing one of them, yeah. one of the birds was still alive in the bag and jumped out of the bag and he yeah. went over and grabbed the bird sure. and let it go. Right. So wouldn't he have just killed the bird if that's what he was doing? No, he's already got other birds. He's already got what he needs. He's letting that one go. It's okay. It's been the the need to do what he needed to do was fulfilled. So now that piece isn't needed anymore. Okay. Oh. I'm telling you, dude. Okay. I'm telling you, dude. I'm, I was about to look it up. I haven't seen this, but I wanted to look it up on and see on Wikipedia if they say that that's that what he's doing. he poisoned doing, them. If he's poisoning them. Yeah, because I, I was under the impression because the one bird, because they all looked like very young birds and there was an older looking bird there. And that's the only one I had a question about because that one fell out and I thought maybe it was trying to teach him to fly. But then that one fell over dead. And I was wondering if maybe that was supposed to be the one that got up and wasn't dead. It was playing possum and then he took it in the house in the bag and it popped up and said, oh, surprise, I'm still alive. But so he's fucking with the birds, dude. We know he's still fucked up in the head. But anyway, so we did see that, right? 
Yeah. Let's fast forward now to the oh, let's talk about real quick how he's stuffing that bird, right? And he's using this spoon to use the stuffing. <laughs> and then he fixes his coffee. I was like, and Oh no, my god. And then he dude. scoops the, the same spoon into the peanut butter. Oh, and that's what it was it on his the fucking bread. cracker. Yeah, dude. Oh God, dude. Yeah. Horrible. Um so now we're back at the the whole rainy scene happens, See, right? Here's the thing. Oh. I I'm gonna comment on it as well, is why I thought saw it that way. And this is why and this is why Norman Bates has a very special heart, spot in my heart, especially <laughs> his psycho killer. If it was the first psycho movie, killer. he wouldn't. But now that you gave me the second movie and you, I was able to see this rehabilitation, this individual yes. and see him driven mad again. Yes. Um, which no, is debatable whether it was going to happen again or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say it was going to happen again. It's I'm tragic because, it, right. because I feel for this guy but and I want this mad. guy to come out. But on he top. has been driven mad. Now. Um, and and he killed the woman. Him, seeing him taxidermy, yes, killing the birds. I uh, the birds. That's up for debate, dude. Okay, I'm gonna debate that till the day I fucking die. Okay, okay? but the fact that he's stuffing these birds, yeah, that to me shows that uh, he's accepted that yes, maybe I do have an issue, but I am taking that issue and I am finding a constructive way to vent that issue. It's constructive every, if he's not killing dude, the birds. Every dude. psychiatrist <laughs> is gonna say there's you. Killing anything is not constructive. I'm not, if he's Here's not the thing. going out of his doesn't way to matter. kill them, doesn't matter, dude. Doesn't matter if it, if it, he's going out of his way, he's poisoning the seeds. <laughs> and here's the thing: you watch the movie, right? Yeah. Why are you defending him like he's not killing? <laughs> that comes in later, though. At this point, I still have a spot for him where I've held that... out hope. <laughs> okay, I guess for that's this guy, true. Okay. you know what I mean? There's still because again, just because he killed the woman at the end of the last movie. That's not an indication to me that he's going to kill other people. She had it coming. It wasn't just that. She had it coming. You don't kill anybody. You just she, don't kill anybody, whether they had bro. it coming or not. She's been fucking with him. It's partially for her that wasn't reason. Her. That, that was She wasn't the one fucking with him. No, but wasn't there some other things that she was doing as well that, yes, on top of the stuff that, that, that uh, Crane's sister was doing, that whatever she was doing, too, wasn't helping his psyche at all? I feel like there was something else that was that going was on. case, no. I don't know. But he'd already anyway. snapped, bro. He's, okay. He snizapped. Okay. And Move then on. he's poisoning <laughs> birds next morning. Mm -hmm. He's out there beeping Mr. Duke. He comes down, and you notice there's this sign on the door that says help, help wanted. wanted. And so uh, Norman's like, so what's up? You need a room? You need directions to the to, to the, the highway? interstate? And he's like, oh. he's like, no, I wish I could afford a room. He's like, really, I saw your sign. And I was thinking, you know, I could do some money. He goes, but if you're dead, nothing's happening here. Yeah. Because he was like, you need a room? I got all 12 rooms available to you. He's like, but if it's dead, I guess you don't need. He's like, no, 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 no. I, I need you. I need you. I'll, I'll hire you. Yeah. He's like, I need you to do this. You'll clean. You'll do that. You'll pick you up. You do the work the day shift. During the day shift. I prefer the night shift. So. Yeah. I'll work the nights. Mm -hmm. Then we get this little weird thing of music when that happens. He says So that. you can peep on people. <laughs> right? Um. Now that we cut to a diner, right? Cause well, then, yeah, because he hires the guy on. He says- yeah. You watch the place. I'll, I'm leaving. I'll bring you back some burgers. And the guy's like, oh, all right, dude. Hell yeah, So now bro. we go back to the diner where yep. this other, I can't remember her name. This, this new is where lady the other shows woman up, was working right? before in the last movie with oh, pool. Norman. Pool. 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 Yeah. Yes. Uh, so now all of a sudden, we're at the diner. Mm -hmm. We have the, the cook there, right? The the sheriff's there. And mm -hmm. now there's this other woman there, this this reporter. She's coming around questioning. Fucking media. Bro. Wants to know what's going, you know, where, where's Norman She Bates? wants to talk to Norman. Yeah, and they're like, and the the sheriff's like, you need to leave that boy alone. He's been messed with way too much. He's an innocent boy. This sheriff's name is Jim Clark. Okay. Um, <laughs> he says there's <laughs> nothing wrong with Norman Bates. He's not mad. He's Just not because he made a mistake, people. he paid his dues. He's been yeah. rehabilitated. Leave the fucking kid alone. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, Norman Bates walks in mm -hmm. and he sits down at the at the, the lady table. goes over and starts bugging him. Yeah, and She's like, uh, I want to ask you questions. He's, he's like, like nah, I don't want you to. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you. And she's like. Isn't it strange? Like she's just asking she's, well, all this weird stuff. Because she's there because she's doing a report on yeah. on people who have uh, committed heinous crimes who have been rehabilitated. Because there's a lot of people in society who feel that you can't rehabilitate certain people, which we know is correct in this case. In this case, yes. <laughs> I guess. Uh, maybe we'll see by the end of this conversation. Um, but yeah, and he's just like, no, I don't want to talk to you, kind of mm -hmm. a thing. While this is happening, right, this woman walks in, yep. the nun. She walks yes. in. She comes in walking across the street. She's just dripping wet and just looking like she didn't sleep all night. Yeah. And she gets into the into the diner, and she's asking him, is there a cheap hotel around here that I could stay at? And he sees her, and he starts having flashbacks to the 60s, bro. Yes, dude, because he sees the short blonde hair. 
And again, this is where he sees her initials on the suitcase that yep. clicks in his head. MC on the suitcase. Mm-hmm. Um, Shit, she's an MC. He sees uh, <laughs> he sees the old fashioned dress, like the old, more conservative, old older mm-hmm. style dress, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "What is going on?" Right? It's, well, this is not good. Yeah, he's already he's already snapped. This is not going to help. When right? again, this is this is again where it plays into that tragicness for me, at least, is because you can see that he recognizes it and he's fighting it, man. Yeah, he's fighting it. Yeah, and it's like, and 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 here's the real thing I like about this movie is I see a very strong allegory for addiction in this movie. Really? Yes. Interesting. Um, because the psycho movies in, in as a whole, I would say. I would say when you rope this one in, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially the last one too. Um, um, we work for a mental health company. Yeah. So how many times? Uh, and you worked in the clinic yep. around clients. How many times where people come in, they get better, you don't see them for a while, they come back, and you can tell they're in rough shape. Yep. They relapsed. They they went back to their old ways. Yep. And and it's tragic because of that. Because it's like, dude, I got so much and hope this for this poor dude. dude, dude I want to see zero him control over it, right? Because it was just it was it's his it psyche. Was, it's his, it's yeah. something he can't help. Crazy, right? You know. Uh, I didn't mean to say crazy in that way. <laughs> no, but I. <laughs> no, but yeah. I get where your intention was in using that word. Um, so, so yeah, so he gets away from this woman, this reporter who just really wants to talk yeah, to him. He ends up leaving, takes his burgers. Yeah. He, he heads back and And meanwhile, this woman gets dropped off at the hotel. Right. Yep. And dude's there. Uh, Duke's like, Oh snap. What's up, honey? And she's just like, Oh shit. You work here. She's upset, <laughs> visibly upset. He's like, oh, come on. You know what? I'm real sorry about that. I was just cranky from driving the whole time. You know you know how it is. It's like, that's the past. This is the present. He's, like, he's like, the only thing that'll happen to you here is being bored. That's it. Like, don't worry. Nothing's going to happen to you here. Yeah. Because she's just like, I'm tired. So she gets the room, right? Mm-hmm. Room number one. Which I want to point out, Duke gave her room one. Yes. Not Norman. Correct. Mm-hmm. But as Norman comes in and sees that she's there mm-hmm. and sees her going into the room and Duke is just like, yeah, dude, I just, I got the room. I, I hooked it up, right? He's here's all the- like proud of himself. Like, I did a good job, didn't I? He's looking for validation, dude. Yeah, dude. Here's the thing. When Norman was leaving, okay. he said, hey, how much are the rooms? He goes twenty ninety nine for a single, twenty five ninety nine for a double. Okay. When she came in, she wanted a room. He said twenty five ninety nine for a single. And he took that extra oh, yes. five dollars, yes. and put it in his pocket. But before he put it in his pocket, he took a look at that five dollars, and, and a corner, corner of it ripped. was ripping. Mm-hmm. It was ripped. He kind of looked at it like, "Oh shit, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. ripped bill." Whatever. Put it in his pocket. Mm-hmm. It comes into play later. Yes, it does. Uh, but it also comes into play. He's a dick, fucking like Undercutting ripping people, rip, ripping people off. Not only did he off. give you a job when when he probably doesn't have the money because he's not busy to give you a job. Yeah. First of all, yeah. Secondly, he gave back and gave you food. Yeah. And then and you ripped off this, this lady <laughs> instead of just giving him the extra money if you're going to rip off the lady. Well, but he does it anyway. Yeah. Right? Norman sees it, and he's just like, wait, you gave her room one? And that starts to send him into kind of a tailspin. He's yeah. not doing good. No. Right? Because no. now we're getting flashbacks of the original. Mm-hmm. Black and white footage. You see, uh, you know, what's her name? Um, oh, fuck. I know her name. Janet Lee. Janet Lee. You know, she's in there. It's interesting because they say she she appears in all three Psycho movies, the first three, but it's, she's it's not really flash, that. It's just it's archival video. Yeah, through flashback, but it's awesome, dude. Um, So he's not going to do good now because this is just this is just triggering. It's all triggering. Yeah, dude. And he just hears it's his mom good. talking to him nonstop. He's arguing with his so mom. So I think, I think a large part of it is that he has that other body up in the house. As yeah. his mother. Yeah. If he didn't have that body there, I think he would have been fine. He would have got past it. I think he would have. But because he snapped and he kept because his mom around. Because he did around, that. Yep. Yeah. Or this this body. He kept yes. the body around, right? Um, let's also mention when when uh, when the dude was getting hired, he said, you know, it looks like it's dead. He said, don't worry. He said, in a couple days, we have this huge group of people, people that are coming, coming to through stay. for a local high school football yeah. team. Because that's going to come into play here yeah. in a bit, yep. too. Um, so anyway, this woman now is... is in, in room one. In room one. And Norman's just right back into his old routines, man. He's in the he he's in the, the office. Picture from the wall, starts peeking through the peephole, watching her watch get her naked, and she's getting undressed real slow. Mm-hmm. Right, she starts walking into the bathroom real slow, mm-hmm. and and then this is where you hear you hear the mother, and this isn't good. Yep, and it's time for him to do what he's got to do. Well, is it or is it not? Because don't forget, don't forget, we never see the face. 
We never see this person's face. And this is going to come in at the very, very end with my tidbits, okay? okay? But we never see this person's face. Okay. We just see the person dressed like mother. Okay. Okay? You can keep, you can keep holding on to your, your fantasy world, my friend. Okay. Even though you don't think it's him. Yep. Somebody comes dressed in the room. as ma- mother, which mm-hmm. we know the wig. We know the knife. Yes. We know the clothing are mm-hmm. all upstairs in a bedroom where only Norman goes and no one else goes in the house. Did we see it up there already? We know it regardless. Whether we saw it now or we saw it from two or one, we know that's where that stuff is kept. Okay. So, somebody wearing all the clothes, the wig, and the knife from the, the Bates house okay. shows up at her room. And yes. now it's like, oh, are we do? And this is what I do love. This almost has that kind of flavor of being meta because now we're in the same room that Janet Lee died in. Yes. We're, we're returning to the original. A lot of the same shots, dude. We're returning. Maybe yeah. not exact, but they're there was that, the there was the, there was the, the, uh, shower head. They, they did a shot of the shower head. Yep, you know dude. what I mean? And, uh, he's walking up and she's laying in the bath and he pulls the thing aside and he's like ready he's to gonna s- do her. stab her. Gonna do her in. And she's laying in blood. And and here's the thing. I knew that was going to happen, bro. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen because I know the mental state this woman's in. Yeah. Um, and I had a feeling that was going to happen. I had a feeling he was going to go yep. in there and find her. I didn't know if she was going to actually still be alive and she was going to make it for the yeah. rest of the movie, but I had yeah. a feeling he was going to go in there and find out if she did herself in. So and like, it is. She's in a pool of blood. She lifts her, her wrists up and they're just well, it's spurting. Like, yeah. She's in the, the, the bathtub's filled, but she's got her wrist slit. Blood yeah. spurts out some and he's horrified. Yeah. Or the person is kind of taken aback, mm-hmm. and she's looking up, and all of a sudden, instead of seeing Mother standing there, she sees she's, Mother Teresa, yeah, or Mother she's starting to, uh, she's Mother starting Mary. To fizzle out, yeah. So right? she starts seeing the Mother Mary, the Virgin Mary. She mm-hmm. sees the Virgin Mary, and instead of a knife, she sees a silver crucifix in the hand, and she's starting to see this like it's glow. like fucking Freddy Krueger's mom in the uh, yes. Elm Street movie. Yes, dude, <laughs> dude. that's who he, that's who she sees, Freddy Krueger's mom, um, <laughs> and then. Uh, Mama Kruger. The next thing you know, she looks up again, and it is a nun standing over her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, to the ne- to, to to her other side, there's a priest talking to her. Yeah. And he's just some like, of the okay. transitions in this movie are just dope, dude. Yeah, dude. They're dope. I agree. They're dope. I agree. And I, I heard a lot know. of these were Anthony Perkins' idea. That's what I wanted to know. I was yes, going to say, dude. I want to know how much was his say because so many of the, a lot so of these many were these his ideas too. If you noticed, it felt like he was paying homage to Alfred Hitchcock's style of shooting things. See, and here's the thing: I heard he originally had wanted to do this in black and white, but Which Universal nice said no. You know what I love is I love that he put Psycho 2 in black and white when he did the flashback mm. because it's not in black and white. It's obviously in color, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when yeah. he does the flashback in this film mm-hmm, and we beginning. see what happens, dude, yeah. we see it in black and, and white. And here's and the thing. Great. I appreciate that he did that at least that much. He didn't need yeah. to do much more. Just yeah. enough so that people know what happened because I needed a little bit of refresher myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um the priest is just like, do you know? Do you know who brought you here? Are you? You know? You, do you know anything? Where are you? What's your name? And she's like, yeah, I know who brought me here. She's like, the Virgin Mary. He's like, so no, now no, her no. faith is reinvigorated. He's all like, maybe. He's like, she may have had a <laughs> hand in it, but somebody literally brought you here. Like literally, do you know who it is? Right. And then we see out in the hall. There's Norman Bates. There's the co- everybody's around. Like, congratulations, good job, Norman. You saved her. And for some reason, the reporter's there too. And she's just like smoking her cigarette in she the hospital. I heard it on the scanner, dude. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, how convenient he was there just as that happened. How? Why would you walk in? Well, why? Oh, I was bringing her towels. Yeah. She needed towels. She needed fresh towels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cop's like, bitch, you need to leave. He's like, I told he's you had once. it. He's yeah. had it with this woman. This whole movie, he looks like he wants to slap her well, every see, time and he sees her. Here's the thing, her. and I understand why, and I agree with him, because we've already seen what somebody who's completely overly obsessed with this case and this whole situation has already done to this dude's psyche and, yeah. and how it's already tried to fuck him up again. Yeah. So the cops like, stop, yeah. leave this kid alone. Yep. Exactly. Um, he goes in to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Right. And she is just like, thank you so much. You're so kind. Why do you even care? And he's just like, you know, we all need somebody kind of a thing. And, and this is again where you're just like, Hmm, 
he can be rehabilitated. Like he yes, gets and this could is why get past this. It's so tragic because it's like he you can see he's a good person uh, underneath yeah, it all. Maybe, maybe. Certain you know? things, right? Because I feel like what happens is and he says it here, she's like, Why do you even care? And he's just like, You remind me of somebody I used to know. Mm. Right? And you're like, hmm, is it because you're guilty? You just feel guilty about that? And is that good? Okay, fine. Maybe who if you're you, guilty, that's a good that, thing. When he says that, who do you think he's talking about? You think he's talking about mother, or do you think, I he's, think talking he's talking about, about Norma. Uh, who? You think so? Absolutely. You don't because think even he's when talking he... about uh, Janet Lee's character? What's her name? I keep forgetting. It's Marion not... Crane. Marion. You don't think he's talking about Marion? No, I think he's talking about mother, because mother's a very conservative person, and that's why he's so attracted to her in a relationship sort of sense later on in the movie. Her traditional sense of clothing, the way she is. I think it's invoking him and mother. I think I felt a, like it brought back the clothing thing was back to the era of the sixties, which is what you know, it was more how Marion Crane. No, would have because dressed. I think because I think the whole thing here, um and, and maybe it's I've never seen the T V show, but maybe it's because I'm aware of the T V show. I still T V show. I don't even uh, know. Bates Motel. Oh originally oh yeah. I never, mother's still I never alive. watched it, yeah. Um but I think I think what the thing is and the issue with him is this Oedipus complex. I think that's what yeah. the bottom line is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I think he's saying it when he says that he's you remind me of mother. That's why I think that's who he means. Yeah, that could be it, right? Like that's the whole thing. Because if you remember, the original psycho was influenced by an individual named Ed Gain. Yeah. Okay. But Ed Gain, I believe if I remember correctly, had issues where he had a sexual relationship with his mother. So that's partly why he was fucked up the way he was. So if that's where this is coming from, it plays in directly and it makes sense. Could be. Could be. Maybe I'm just reading way too deep into it now. <laughs> You're like <laughs> theory. You know. Theory. This is like this is like Jason's a fucking uh uh, uh what's it called uh, a deadite. <laughs> I'm reading into it that deep now. Um, no, but yeah, there there's there's a lot of truth behind. There's that, a lot. Right? To there's attack, a lot of mo- yes. motivation behind that mm-hmm. for sure. You could tell. You could see it in the way he talks and the way he acts with mother and and there's there's a lot of stuff, right? It's an Oedipus complex. Yes, I really firmly do believe. So anyway, he finishes talking to her, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, "Okay, so he's going to he says you should come and stay with me. You know, yeah. come stay with me. We'll take care of you." Which you're just like, "What is what's going on here?" And all of a sudden, it also feels like he's had he's got that like what is the thing where where Florence uh, Nightingale syndrome? Yeah, 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 you want to take care of the person and because you start to yeah, it reminds he him He was just trying to kill this woman. Now all of a sudden, he's like, "Well, I've had a change of heart whoa, and I'm in whoa, love with you." Whoa. Remind rewind just a few minutes ago. Yes, I know. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So he was trying to kill his woman. I know what okay. you're saying. Okay. Um, anyway, let's get back to what's going on. So he mm-hmm. gets he gets her back to the hotel because this isn't where he takes her back to the hotel. Hold and on. Tries to... This doesn't happen yet. Okay. What ends up happening is while they're at the hospital, time for Duke to go out on the town and have a good time at the bar. Ah, so who's at the hotel watching <laughs> the motel, dude? Well, he or did t- he Norman go home and yes. relieve him of duty? Yes, yes, okay, yes. I see, I see, I see. So he goes home and he relieves mm-hmm. him of duty. Duke goes out to the bar, yep. right? And while he's at the bar, he sees the reporter lady. Yep, but he doesn't know that's who she is. No. He's just trying to hit on her. He's trying to hit on her, yep. says he wants to buy her drink, and she is just like every Not line he has it, shooting down. Every time he spits game, she is just shutting that Him shit down, off. Ain't happening, right, bro? Until Til she finds out that he's staying at and working at the motel. Because he goes to light her cigarette and he's got the matches, matches. the matchbook, mm-hmm. Bates Motel. And she's like, oh, you oh. work there. Well, let's, yeah, let's, let's talk. Go talk. Let's go talk, right? And he's like, oh, okay, now you want to talk? So mm-hmm. he goes and he's, she's asking him all about Norman and, and yeah. you know, how he is. And he's just kind of like, yeah, he's a, kind of a weird guy. He's kind of a, a creepy guy, you know, whatever. Um, but come on, you don't want to just come home with me? And she's just like, eh, you've yeah, had that's enough. That's not why I'll we're talking. Um, then he starts eyeing up some of the other girls there, right? And well, doesn't she tell him about him and his history? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she then she's like trying him. to offer him money for information and letting He's him like, know. He's like, oh, this guy, yeah. she's, it's crazy, right? Um, he's checking out these other girls, too. And so he ends up taking one of them back, back with him. to his room. See, now, and now when <laughs> we see what his room looks like, yeah, again, bro. this is why I say Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 vibes. because Let's go there. Because right away when we, go, when we go to his room, right, you have mm-hmm. the girl. Mm-hmm. And oh, before we have the girl, she goes. Uh, she goes to get ice from the ice 
the ice machine, mm. mm-hmm. right? The little ice box. And Norman's there. Mm. And they're kind of oh, talking. Oh, that's right. Right? Yes. And Norman's just like, you could tell he's kind of awkward because she's a younger girl. And she's just like, oh, are you the one that, that's up at the house? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, you should come come party with us. Come on on over. And he's I'm like, like oh, whoa. No. She's like, no, it's okay. He's like, all right, well, thanks for the ice. And she just goes off, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like looking at her like, and you can already know mama's going to be yelling at him. Yep. Mother's not happy about the sluts, the sluts. about the whores. Slut. <laughs> um, so she gets back to the room, bro. Mm-hmm. And we have to have your 80s horror movie nudity you have to right obviously apparently yes uh but tell us about this room there are pasted pictures on the wall cut out of nudie magazines it's like a collage yes but it's weird because he'll like cut off heads and then just leave the naked body torso over here yeah and then like sometimes it's half of one person's torso put with another torso so it's like yeah 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 this is very much like what is it frank frank zito Yes, dude. Uh, it's very. But that's why much I'm saying maniac. like Texas Chainsaw Massacre two vibes. Very weird. This dude's very bizarre. And there's me for for some reason. There's like 17 lamps in this room, mm-hmm. and they're all covered with cellophane, and yeah. then cutouts of all of pictures these these pictures and, of yeah. from porn magazines, all over the room. Mm-hmm. She's dancing and getting doesn't naked. find this weird. No, she's getting naked. Right, she's like licking Which, okay. the pictures on the wall. Maybe she's inebriated. I'll give her the benefit okay. of the doubt. She's Maybe get- she's on some other drugs. I'll give her the benefit of the she's doubt. She's dancing for him. Mm-hmm. Please explain to me what he's doing here <laughs> with the lamps. What's happening? He's okay, you want to know? Naked, and he's like swinging the lamps like once okay. in his crotch. The <laughs> do you want to know why he's swinging the the, the, the lamps? Oh, God. Because he felt uncomfortable of actually being naked in this scene. Was it really? So this was his compromise. Oh wow! Yes, it is so awkward, dude. Yes, it's dude, it was so awkward. But again, these very awkward moments it's like okay this is like this something's wrong with not this what guy I, well it's not what i expected out of this movie i didn't expect moments like this i didn't expect this because this character is weird because you have these moments where he's like this this scene mm-hmm. when he's in his room at the beginning when he's talking to her in the car and he's just being overly yeah like manic right yeah but then you get these other moments throughout the movie where he's a common douchebag your typical everyday then we get a weird ass guy. moment later too we'll yeah. get to that yeah um but yeah, so this goes down, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and they fuck. They do. And mm-hmm. she's just like, she. what does she want to talk to him about? She says something. And he's just like, no, what the hell? And she's like, oh, you're one of those people. Oh, yeah. You're just going to go to sleep right after sex? He's like, what the fuck, dude? I just wanted to Let's take you home out. after a dream. A drink. We're not getting married. <laughs> I picked and you up in a bar. He's like, you know what? Just get the fuck out. She's like, how am I going to get home? He's like, take a cab. There's a, there's a phone Pay booth phone. outside. And so he gives her the five dollar bill that he that he took from the girl, yep, puts it in her, and, and sends her, and literally throws her outside, mm-hmm. naked. Yeah, throws her clothes out there. She's all pissed. She's putting her clothes on. She goes to the phone booth, mm-hmm. starts to make a call. She realizes she has her her sweater on up uh, you know, backwards, so she, she takes, takes it, it off. off. Some more gratuitous nudity. Starts, <laughs> if you didn't see it the first time, starts to put it back on right, and then she's just startled. Like, oh, can you give me some privacy here, sister? And all of a sudden, we cut to there's mother, yep. the silhouette Again, of her. Again, we don't see the face. Stabbing the shit out of her in in mm-hmm. the in the phone booth. Now, how awesome is it too? It's that like for me, I love that a lot of the kill scenes in this have these kinds of Alfred Hitchcock esque style shots. Yes, because well, we haven't mentioned it yet, but if you don't know, Anthony Perkins directed this movie. Yes, and he um, was trying to pay homage a lot. And I love to it. Hitchcock. I love it, dude. And. What a way to do it too. He chose let's let's do like whoever wrote this, let's do it in the phone booth where you can't run. You yeah. are literally stuck. Claustrophobic. Now, right. Yeah. And you're getting stabbed to shit. You can't defend yourself in this thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we've talked about this in the past too, when it comes to the nudity in films, especially with women, is the idea here is is, is that they're supposed to be at their most vulnerable, right? Yes. And so yes. now she's half nude, and so she's already vulnerable. vulnerable. She can't can't protect herself even more vulnerable it makes it more brutal yeah. how she's being murdered in this thing right yes um next morning your boy wakes up and goes Norman's out there scrubbing the the, the phone yeah booth. he's just scrubbing away he's like early start to your day huh mm-hmm. and he's just scrubbing away and uh it. again why would he be doing that if it wasn't him 
No, no, no. I well, and, and here's the thing. I understand that because yeah. I think I think what happened was after he murdered her, he went back to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and mother's like yelling at him because there's blood. Oh, yeah. he's yelling at mother. He's oh, like, mother, blood. the blood. So then the he blood. goes looking. Um, but again, it's it's obviously at this point we know it's 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 Norman doing the murdering. Yeah. Um, but you up until really I think this point we there was still this sense of really maybe maybe it's not because yes he did go in to murder this other girl yeah but maybe because he saw her in this in this 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 position where she was trying to off herself maybe maybe that curbed it maybe it caught it maybe he was going to and he was giving into his need and his feed to do it but this prevented him from doing it maybe it's going to break him out of it maybe he's not going to end up falling from grace but then he kills this girl. But then he kills this girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, this is why, again, I say an allegory for addiction because you're seeing him fall right back into it. And it's yeah. tragic because I have so much. But it's because the triggers are there. All yes. those triggers yes. are there. He doesn't remove himself from the situation either. He stays mm-hmm. in a situation where these things trigger him, right? Um, well, don't forget. It, it, I don't know if he necessarily. Well, to a degree, because when he ta- when mother takes over to go murder these people, it's not Norman doing it. It's mother. True. True, so, in his mind. To a degree, he's unable to remove himself. Yeah, I But guess. there is an extension of that where he is able to remove himself, but he doesn't. Yeah, I suppose. You know? um, this is where we, uh, Maureen is talking to the priest and saying, you know, that she she's... She's found God. She's found God. This has changed her, and she's going to go... back and, to the hotel. She's going to go and stay with him, and that she feels like this is what this she was a sign. She needs yeah. to do this. And so uh, he's not all about it, but he's like, you know what? All right, like, sure. Okay. That's weird, but okay. So um, while she's showing up at the hotel and Norman's getting her in, this whole thing happens, right? Where the mm-hmm. it's the it's a the what? Is, so it's a so high now school, she's getting so now she's getting Stockholm syndrome. So we have Florence Nightingale syndrome yeah. and Stockholm system coming together. But it's so when I went to school, Tonawanda versus North Tonawanda. It's the big rivalry yeah. game every year. That's what this is: is the two so, competing high schools. Yeah. The old people who graduated don't even go to school the town, anymore. The town are came in. Yeah, they yeah. come in. They party. They rent up all the rooms, mm-hmm. and so it is. It's all these people having a good time. This one Drinking, dude. This one dude up. thinks <laughs> they're from. They're like these guys are staying from the other also. Town. Yeah. He doesn't realize Norman Bates owns the place. He's like, "What are you? We can't wait to get fucked up. Let's do this. Yeah, we're gonna beat your ass." <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy shit, right? Um, but they're being nice. They're not being yeah. overly oh, yeah. like, yeah. like fuck you and fuck your school. It's, yeah. it's a friendly rivalry. Yeah. You know? Norman puts Maureen in the room and mm-hmm. Duke notices that, oh, snap, you got She's the girl, back. huh? Yeah. I see what you're doing here, Mr. Mm-hmm. Norman Bates. Um, so I know all this stuff's going on. And then this is where the one girl, I don't remember what she was doing, but she ended up going into the office and she ended up in the bathroom and using the bathroom in the office. And then somebody slits her throat in there. Oh, before that happens. Okay. Um we cut to we find the the uh the reporter is being nosy and she's meeting with the the apartment place the the place oh. where the old Mrs. Spool used to That's live. Right. And she's like, "Can I get in here? Can you mind if I look around for a while?" And the dude's like, "You know nah. what? Go for it. Look do what it. do what you want to do." She starts looking through the apartment and she finds these phone numbers written all over magazines. And she's like, I wonder what the hell this is. So she calls it. Sure does. And Norman Bates picks Bates up at the motel. motel. Yep. She hangs up. And he's like all paranoid now. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Right? Uh, he gets out. He starts to head down because to don't the Don't forget, there's things where he's seeing things and he's not sure if maybe his mind's playing tricks on him. So maybe this is another thing that he's, oh, am I hallucinating again? Yeah. You know, he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's just like, uh, so she hangs up. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what the hell? So he goes downstairs and parties are going on, and this is where this girl shows up. Yep. And uh, she's sober, right? Um, she says something about wanting, what is it she needed? I don't remember what it was, what she needed. She came in looking for something. And, and, and there was uh, nobody there. There wasn't the anybody there. Office. Yeah, there, there's people making out everywhere. And so um, how does she get killed? She goes into the, the bathroom and starts using the bathroom, and somebody comes in, and she's like, hey, a little privacy, and they slit yeah, her throat. Yeah, slit her throat, and there she is. Boom. She's just bleeding everywhere. Yep. Mother, the blood, the blood. Again, we get this this stuff. Uh, so then he comes down, throws the body out the window. Cause he's yeah. got to take care of it. And it's like, yeah. I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, how the fuck is he going to pull this one off, dude? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think we know where he hid the body of the girl from the bar in the phone booth. No. But what's he going to do here? You have people all over the place, yeah. dude. 
people all over the place. Yeah. And this even happens because he's taking the body out the window and some people come back there. So and he's, he's got her like up against the wall and it looks her. like they're making out and they're like, oh, somebody's getting some. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, next morning. Well, all those people take off. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. They're going off they're to gone. party. They're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. The next morning, um, sheriff shows up. Yep, because those people, the friends all called and said that they left, but they didn't realize their friend wasn't with them, so we're all coming back. Where the fuck is she? Yeah, and Norman's like, what are you talking about? He's like, listen, we need to look. He's like, no, 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 you're not allowed to do this. I don't want you in my house. And they're like, well, we got a warrant. Sheriff's like, we have a warrant. Listen, I know you're you're innocent. I'm sorry, Norman, but we just got to check, you know. We have to do it. It's our job. And you're like, oh, shit. So then he takes off. They're going to find some stuff. Well, they're going to find Mother because they're looking in the house. Yep. That's what I'm concerned about. Yep. Dude goes upstairs. and Well, Norman runs to the bedroom because yep. he's like, oh, shit. So he runs to the bedroom where Mother's at. But she's not there. No. She's gone. Mm-hmm. Fuck happened to Mother, bro? Yeah, I know. I know. What happened to Mother? She's she's not dead. So they're like, oh, okay. Well, uh, it must have been whatever. So they're leaving the house, right? So they just going through the house. Norman Sheriff and Deputy are coming down, and we see other people out there. There's the reporter. There's mm-hmm. Duke. They're all sitting out there, but the reporter's like, oh, you must have, you must not have looked hard enough. And they're like, listen, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Go I don't, away. This, that, this is where the sheriff opens the ice thing and reaches in, and that's where he, see, Norman sees one of the there. hands, right? The hand, one of the bodies. Well, her and, face is there, too. Yeah, And dude. some of the, the, the ice is all bloodied. And his dude's taking out ice chips Handful and eating them, and he takes a bloody a piece and puts it in. You're like, oh, and he's like, like, it's like, wait a minute. his fingers, dude. Wait a minute. You didn't taste the iron, dude? Come on now. <laughs> but he's like telling this lady to go fuck herself that Norman's, Norman's whatever. And then uh, then all of a sudden, what's her name comes up? And she's just like, no, Norman was with me. Maureen says that. He's with me till six this morning. And mm-hmm. so everybody's like, well, there you go. We should have just asked her from the beginning. Because I think maybe last night was when they may have tried to. That's not what. When did they have their date? Was that it was that probably night? around that time. Yeah, they went so they on a were, date and they stuff. were, yeah. and, and they were just going to end up cuddling together on the bed. But then she woke up and he was gone. Yeah, yeah. But she covers for him. There is, yeah, there is, there is that piece. I missed some of that. Yeah. Um, but they're like, "What the hell, dude?" So he, so they take off, and uh, yeah, dude, that was just some fucked up shit. The ice piece. Ugh. Oh yeah, dude. Ugh. I don't like tasting my own blood, like when I bite my lip or my tongue or something like that. So I haven't. Knowing that he's eating somebody else's blood is like, ugh, dude, ugh. So now Norman's like, something's going on because mother's not there. Yeah, he's like, where the fuck is she? doesn't make any sense, right? So he starts going through the house looking for mother. Mm -hmm. And he gets into this room, room, one of the rooms, and he sees this note. Mm -hmm. And it says, come to cabin 12, mother. From mother, dude. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. So he goes to cabin 12 and this is duke's room Mm -hmm. and this is where it's like what the fuck is happening all of a sudden now duke's in there it's Mm -hmm. all dark red lighting he's like half naked himself it's like he's like fucked up on shit he's playing his guitar buffalo bill yes all of a sudden what the fuck should happen here what was that about Again, I'll come back to this with my tidbits. But he's basically <laughs> like, I know what you're doing. And he's, and yeah. he's like blackmailing him. Almost. Yeah, he starts to extort him. He says, you're going to continue to run this place. You're going to I ain't going to say nothing to anybody, but right. I want money to keep my fucking mouth shut, dude. They start fighting, dude. Norman like beats the crap out of him, hits, knocks him over the head with the with a lamp. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and knocks him out. And then he beats him with the fucking guitar. Yeah. Uh, beats the crap out of him. Yeah. Uh. So then now he's like, all right. Which is ironic because the whole movie is like, not the guitar. Be careful yeah. with the guitar. And now, now, now that's how you get done in was with the guitar. And now there's way too many fucking bodies. So he's like, I got to get rid of these bodies. Mm-hmm. So he's taking the the girl out of the free the ice chest and throwing her in Which the is trunk. Which he's having a difficult time because all the ice is frozen. Oh, and so her, her limbs are frozen and she's just trying to like, he's trying to pull her <laughs> limbs out, breaking bones and, he and shit. And he just bought, the, and he even says earlier in the movie, he's like, yeah, I just put in a new ice machine. I'm like, fuck, uh, dude just got this new ice machine. He's already fucked shit it up. still ain't working out for him, right? <laughs> Well, that's why he got it, though. You know no, that, right? For the bodies. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So then he goes and he gets Duke and wraps him in plastic and throws him in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And he starts driving the, the car. And mm-hmm. he's just like, because we know where he's taking the car. Yep. Right? Because His old dumping ground. The grounds. lawyer even had mentioned it earlier. Oh, drain the pond. You know that's where he did it before. Yeah, the swamp. So we know he's taking it there to dump it. Um, in the middle of driving, Duke wakes up. He wasn't completely dead. Starts yeah. choking him from the back. 
Norman hits the brakes. They, there's this struggle that ensues. And he ends up hitting the gas again as he's struggling with him. He's got Duke on the ground right got on the floor. his foot pinned against his neck so he can't get up. And, and the drives car, into the water. Yeah, the car just speeds into the water and just goes right underwater. Mm-hmm. And it starts filling up, and he holds Duke under long enough to drown him. Yep. And then he starts to come out, and he struggles to get out at first. I was yeah. like, damn, this is some yeah. fucked up shit, dude, right? And, and see, now that, that scares me because that's a fear of mine is being in a car like that that's being submerged in water. And, really? And not being able to get out. Oh, God. Yeah. Dude. I was getting... So much so that I drive with my car. I have a little tool next to me down by my to seat. To cut yourself out. It's got the seatbelt cutter on it, but then and it's the, also the got the point the... on it to break the glass, dude. You're so funny, dude. You never know. <laughs> I'd rather be prepared, dude. Because I've heard stories that that happening to people and then them not being You have a fucking nuclear fallout uh, suit in your trunk, don't you? Just in case they launch those fucking I nukes. should, dude. I should now get you're one. Going now to. I should. Now my you're God, going to. Dude. Um. So yeah. So they he ends up dumping it, and as he's trying to get out, he gets caught in some of the underbrush, right in the water, oh, the, the seaweed, and, and the then weed, we uh, also weeds. see where he dumped the the phone booth body. Mm-hmm. The girls in there. He comes across her. There's a bicycle in there too. Scares scares him, yeah. and so he fucking takes off. But he mm-hmm. gets out of the water, right? Um. Now the reporter's back at the diner, and she's just like, "I found some information out." And, um, you know, how don't you don't you know she had family? And he's like, I wouldn't know much about her. You yeah. know, well, what did she what did it say in her paperwork when she applied here? And he's like, well, uh, she started here before I owned the place. The diner guy says, right. Mm-hmm. It, it, this other guy, With the previous it. owner. Yeah. And she's like, oh, come on. You got to be kidding me. So she goes to visit this previous owner. He's like in a nursing home. Yeah. He's kind of like you're like, oh, well, maybe he doesn't remember everything all the right. And right. But he does. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Comes through. Yeah, he talks about um, how she had been like put away for murder. She had gone crazy and she had murdered. been committed. Yeah. yeah, in a loony bin. She murdered the husband of her sister, her sister's husband. Her sister's husband. Yeah, because she was in love with him. Yep. Yep. And she was convinced that the baby they had was hers, mm-hmm. and that it had been taken from her. Yes. And so uh, she had been put away, and this is when the reporter was like, "Damn." Yeah, she's connecting it. Um, and now we connect it that. Well, spool. Yeah. Flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. It's not his mother. <laughs> yes, exactly. We find out it was the sister that was just going crazy, right? Yeah. Here's the other thing. When all that shit went down with the sheriff and they were there looking for the bodies, Maureen stood up for, for Norman, but wasn't sticking around. She's just like, no. Yeah, she went back to the priest. You're, yeah, you're, you, this is fucked up. I can't do this. I'm out of mm-hmm. here. You didn't tell me about this girl you killed. Right, like I didn't know anything. Yeah, about I think that. this is where she finds out. Finally. Yeah, yeah, they told her. Uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the reporter told reporter, her. and then took her to the the back to the priest. So, so she's with the priest, right? So back to this. By now, she changes her mind. She's convinced that she's in love with Norman. That he needs her. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go back to him and be with him. Yep. So she goes back. She's telling him she you know wants to be with him, and he's happy, man. He's super happy. Mm-hmm. And they're walking up the stairs. All of a sudden, you hear mother scream, and it startles Norman, and he spins real quick, and he bumps into her and knocks her off the stairs. Bro, and when knocks her down the stairs, and I love the way the shot is of her falling down the Psycho stairs. Psycho one. That's yes, the way dude. that one dude I went love down. It. And and it's like, I'm seeing her go down the stairs, and my jaw hit the ground, dude. I, I, I'm i not joking. I'm like, <gasps> and I'm watching her, and then she got impaled on the arrow, and I'm like, fucking yep. A, dude. Arrow, the arrow, this little cherub that was on the side of the like, staircase with the on. arrow. This poor guy cannot catch a break. Yeah, man. stabs her in the head, dude, killing her. Mm-hmm. Um, Norman's pissed, dude. He's pissed at mother. He's blaming her for it. Yeah. And he says he's going to get her back. And she's just like, <laughs> how are you going to get me back? You're a pussy. Basically, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but he says he's going to get her. During this time, the reporter enters the house. Yes, because she came boom, back boom, for... Because I think she found out that What's-Her-Face was going back, and she went yep. back to get her. Yep. And uh, she sees Norman dressed as mother. He's all fucking showing up with this crazy smile yeah, on his dude. face, dude. And he's talking like her in the voice and everything. Yeah, how cool was that scene, right? That was cool. And she's she telling him that tell- this isn't... She's, he's, she's finally telling him what the truth is. This is your family history. This is what happened. She's not your real mother. Right. Normal was your actual mother. This woman killed your father because she thought you were her child, but she was delusional. She kidnapped you. Uh, When she was caught, Norman was returned to Norma while Spool was institutionalized. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that's when what's her name sees the corpse like she comes across the corpse and she's just like oh shit and again this is a little bit of that nod to the first that it's following the same beats where you come down and you see that corpse and it's like that oh shit she's fucked up looking dude and norman starts to approach her and you're like oh shit he's gonna fucking kill her and then he starts to hack the shit out of his mother yep cut side he says i'm gonna do it i told you i'd do it not his mother out of spool spool yeah i told you i'd do it slices the head off starts and and all the stuffing is fucking flying out the dust she's a fucking mummy dude dismembers her yeah good then we have our end right so the sheriff's got norman in, in handcuffs He's bringing him down the thing. He's like, I I believed in you, Norman. I thought you'd change. You made me look like a fool. You made yep. me look like a fool. Now we're putting you away. We're locking you up forever. You're never going to get out. And he's like, at least I'll be free. Right? And you're just like, damn. Well, and here's the thing. Because, again, maybe he now has finally beat it. Maybe, maybe but beat that it. driving away scene doesn't mean like he did. That look on his face looked no, like he I know. was a little it's like crazy. The, end of the first one, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Another another little. I was waiting for the, the the superimposed skull to be there, like at oh, the end of the first one. I was awesome. like, oh, they're gonna do it. That would have been awesome. But there you go, dude. Psycho three. What another like installment in the Norman Bates story. So we haven't really mentioned it because typically we mention it at the beginning. But what did you overall think of this movie? I love it. Okay. I do. I think Good. it's I don't think it's an excellent film. Like great because there's certain things in there where you're like, whatever. But okay. I feel like it did so much to kind of pay homage to the original. Yes. Um but also paint a different angle on this whole story, yes, just like the second thing. one did. Yes. Throw another kind of swerve in there. Give us the heartbreak, like you said. The tragedy of it, yes, right? Like there's dude, a tragedy involved here. It's it's uh, it kills me. It really does, dude. Because he looked like he was about to fight off heart mother for this dude. Yeah, he was about to finally beat mother at the end there, and then he his un without him doing it on purpose ended up killing the woman he loved. He fell yes, in love with. Yes. Damn, dude. I know the it's tragic. tragic. It's tragic. Um, I really like this too. Obviously, yeah. again, there's there's issues that I have with it more so than I do with the second one. Like, I think the yeah. second one um, comes as damn near close to a perfect as you can get to a sequel wow, for a film. Wow, okay. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. No, 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 I got but you. But in terms of sequels to a movie, yeah. like, they nailed it. But this it. one, I feel like this one didn't do what a lot of films, what you will see is where the third one just tanks. Yeah, and it gets I, no, and, and I agree, and that's why right? I this do enjoy this. Do it Again, so much. it's... Like, Dead Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, After Dark Knight, dude, it's like, whoa... Well, and then, you know, once you start getting into series, especially well-done series that yeah. start beating the humdrum, like, you know, four, five, yeah. uh, six of Halloween series. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I liked them in their own right, but there's, there's a lot of issues there. Yeah, of um, course. But no, I overall, I really do enjoy this movie. Yeah, There's same. some things like, and maybe it's, again, just me being hopeful for this character, but there's things I wish that would have been different and gone differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I same. really did. Same. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Solid film. Mm-hmm. Solid film. Great. I mean, there's a slow. It's a lot of slow burning areas, right? But still, pacing works out at times. Great yes. kills. The shots are great. There's so many things. It's not overly that are just, graphic and gory. No. It's just no. Enough. Again, it's yeah. not overly graphic and and uh, in the sense of the the, the nudity either. No. No. Nope. It, it didn't feel like. Yes, it was nudity for nudity's sake to sell tickets to bring in young men, but it didn't maybe, feel like it was again, grossly overdone. I was gonna say maybe, but again, knowing what the story is and what Norman yes. Bates's issues are and mm-hmm. the sexuality of women, right? Mm-hmm. Like it has to play a part in this film. Yes, it does. And then to have them the way they use this trope to show that the 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 vulnerability yes. of uh, the situation. So and it, the it is, it is needed is in, in terms of what's going on with this story. No, and I sure. get that. I get that. Uh, what's up with the tidbits, dude? You had one. I'm, I'm waiting to hear about this tidbit um, that you're talking about. So well, what's well, up one, with one other thing oh, I yeah, wanted yeah. to say is, again, Anthony Perkins directed this, and this was a directorial debut. So, yeah. for, so for him to not only star in this movie and we have to repraise a role that he's already done twice now, yeah. but to direct a movie that's so well made and done i give him a yeah. lot of props for that it's awesome i really do Heck i yeah, really dude. do i feel like i i really do feel like he is a very underrated individual if it was was yes yes i feel like he was yeah not given the appreciation that he he, he may have deserved typically they're not right like they're you not know? usually appreciated while they're here it's always after yeah. they're gone yeah. when people well, even like, even nowadays i don't think he he still gets that appreciation for these movies oh you don't think the so? character i don't think so interesting I don't think so. As much as he should within the horror genre, Interesting. I don't think so. Um, but that's my opinion. 
Anyway, tidbits. What's not your opinion? What are the tidbits? So, again, a lot of this is I have hope for him because you don't see the face of mom, of mama, mother. You didn't in the original either. No, but so I guess the original script of this movie, Duke was supposed to be the killer. I could see that working. Yes. And that's why it's like throughout the movie, I was wondering if maybe that was the angle they were going to spin it. Like, it was going to be a yes, swerve. Yes, maybe, maybe he found this girl who's trying to off herself, and maybe that's the moment where he he switched. But now you've got this other force coming in, doing whatever the fuck he's doing, why he's here to do it, whatever, making it look like it's him. That's where I still held out the hope, because I could see that playing out, um, and that's what I was hoping it was going to be. But but it was the red herring, dude. That was the it point. Was. It was. And especially, again, because the character was so, like, offbeat. Weird. Yeah, for no reason. For no reason. At moments where it's like, sometimes he is, sometimes he's not. He's hot, he's cold. He's hot, he's cold. So, um, but yes, yeah, so that's, the, that's the one tidbit I'm bringing today. <laughs> but I feel like it's an important thing to mention. It was, put, put it into context. It was only one? Yeah, that's all I saw. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this film. I really yes. enjoyed it. I would tell people, you know, um, I would, so here's the thing. Anthony watched it with me. Oh, did he? But he's never, never seen, seen the second any one. of them. Oh, okay. So I had to make him watch a a recap, a YouTube video, Psycho in five minutes, and all it did was clip all these scenes and the put them together points. in five minutes, where you could see the story play out. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the five minutes, when Janet Lee gets it, and then it continues, he's like, "Oh, so there's a whole other act." I was like. <laughs> Bro, yeah, he he's like, to watch the movie. he's like, oh, I always thought that was how the movie ends. I like that was the big buildup. Yeah, I'm like, dude. no, dude. I said that was very much like a, I said Scream took a big piece of that kind of shock, shock the audience by killing one of the main characters, one of the bigger and, and actresses. A- actress was such a big, big name. T- yes. yes, that was the whole point. And so uh, then then um, we did a, a kind of a recap of two. two. OK, right? And I showed him the end scene of two as well, so he saw that. And then we watched three together, and he fucking loved three. He said really? he, he thought it was great. Good, yeah, that was really good. He's like, good. yeah, that was a slow burning part. So he said, but it was really but good. But see, and that's again, you know me, I'm fine with that. Yeah. This movie, this movie if isn't that type right, of horror yeah. movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be paced like that. Yeah, that's what this movie is. It's not supposed to be this slasher movie. Yeah. it's this more of a a, a a psychological character study. Yep, you know what I mean. I do. So, there you go. Yeah, that's my go. thoughts on Psycho Three. Those are your thoughts. You're sticking now. I got to watch them. the fourth one. Yeah, you which do. I guess, which I guess, from Wait, what isn't I understand, it on our, no, it's in the night. When did it it's come? It's 1990, out? I think. 90, Damn. but I think it's more because it's the beginning. So I think it's more so him sitting in the asylum, recounting and like telling them, and it's flashback. Yes, to that sounds younger. very familiar. It's a it's a prequel. It it's yeah. a prequel, I think. Right. Well, Anthony Perkins is in it, so that's why I say I think it's him like telling the story. Yes, um, that is correct, sir. So I don't know how I'm going to feel about that one or how that's going to be because it's not going to be like, again, seeing, like, yeah, we're going to see how it started, but I don't need to. I've had enough here. I know. I know the story. Yeah. Enough. Um. So there you go. There's mm-hmm. Psycho Psycho 3. What are we doing next, dude? We're still in 1986. What's coming next? We are going back to the king. Uh-oh. Stephen King's Uh-oh. directorial debut and only directorial adventure. Film-wise, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. If you've never heard of that movie, I guarantee you, if you've been on social media in the past 10 years, you've seen the meme Mm -hmm. with the Green Goblin. On the front of a semi-truck. Correct, and that's what that's from. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, dude. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I've seen it maybe three, four times in my entire life. I got robbed on this movie, bro. Did you? I was going to go see, you know the theater over on Main Street we always go see these movies at? Yeah. They were fucking playing it there. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is going to be dope. And then motherfucking COVID. <laughs> <laughs> They'll bring it back. I hope. They'll bring I it hope. Back. I hope. Uh, but we will be back. We'll be back next week with Maximum Overdrive. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Make sure to head over to social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find us, OOTS Pod, Out of the Shadows Podcast. Um. We're going to be a little bit more active on Instagram and the mm-hmm. socials. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to put more posts out, the, not just our weeklies, right? We're going to throw out some uh, some little audio clips so people can hear parts of our shows. We got rid of our intern and we got a volunteer. Yeah, we got a we got a <laughs> we got a new we got a brand new person working behind the scenes there. So we'll see what happens. Um, I want to push this out there too. So listeners, go check out this other podcast. So uh, my buddy Trev, right? Uh, yeah. We know the struggling artist podcast. He's mm-hmm. been on, has he been on this show? 
No, he's about to be, but yeah, he's yo. That's right. He's going to be on. on I don't think a, he's a been special on yet, episode no. coming up. Uh, anyway, he just joined another show that his cousin does. Right. And oh, okay. It's it's uh, it's called the Movie Seller Two Point Oh. Oh, okay. Um, go because there was it another out. one that was the, the Movie Seller, wasn't there? Yeah, wasn't that's there one? it. That's the one. Go check it out. It's okay. a, I say it's Two Point Oh now because they reformatted. Yeah, and that's when they what I reformatted, um, what they what they do is they do uh, movie drafts. So they do a draft. And it's all movies. So here's the thing. So they're doing it by years, draft. right? Okay. They decided to re- relaunch. They're doing Movie Seller 2.0. They started with 1978. And then, so the way they do a draft, you ever done an, uh, a fantasy draft? Oh, oh, yes. Okay, I saw their stuff doing this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And the way they do it, so like here, here's an example. So like they'll say there's, there's certain criteria you have to meet when you pick your movie. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, there's, so there's three of them and then two flex, right? So like one of the movies has to be uh, at least 60% or under approval rating on Rotten Tomato. Oh, geez. But it's got to be 1978 also. Yes, yeah, One yeah, of yeah. them has to have a romance. And one are, of them has to have. Are they all horror, oh, horror no, movies? Anything, no, any, anything. Any movie from that year. Okay. Anything thing from okay. that year and then your flex is you know you can use oh it's this and this also like i did another one from 60 whatever it is and so then they go around and do like a, a fantasy draft they build their their groupings their up team. and then for the next two weeks between episodes because they only put out episodes they put it up for voting on on social okay and whoever gets the most votes gets points for the season and by the end of their first season whoever has the, the most, most points, points is the winner gotcha it's really cool to listen to it's a lot of fun it's a longer show it goes almost okay. two hours each time oh, wow. so far uh that okay. i've listened to but trev joined uh between 19 um 1980 and 1981 because he did okay the horror movie special yeah because i saw i saw halloween two and then, he, on there and then and some of the other ones from 81 yeah. he returned for 81 so i was checking him out I was listening to it. I was like, this is actually really fun to listen to. And he's going to be regular on there. Seems like it, yeah. Good. But it Good. is fun to listen to. So I'm, t- I'm telling people, go check them out. Uh, the Movie We're, Seller. Where can it's you find a, uh, all, all of them. Spotify. All, all, anywhere yeah. you get your podcast. Yeah, yeah, anywhere yeah. you listen to your podcast. Basically, go check them out. They're they're, they're a pretty good, good group over there. And I'm thinking about seeing about inviting Dan on for a show to kind of bring him on, talk about his show, and maybe Fuck talk it, about a movie. We do a crossover at some point. Do something. Why not? Right. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, Remember, keep your eyes open.